Yemula. You're listening to Karukiramo Evie, Karukiramo, the English version. This podcast talks about the representation of the Caribbean in cinema and television. You can check out my website, karukiramo.com, for more info. I'm your host, Patra M, and this is episode 4, part 3. I hope you guys had a fabulous week. Today we're talking about the film Barricade. It's a full-length movie from Haiti. It was written and directed by Richard Senecal. You can stream it on filmhaiti.com or Amazon Prime. If you still haven't watched it yet, here's the plot. Qui ça qui arrive? La yonti bonne qui sorti en dehors. Rencontrer un jeune garçon qui sorti non yon de famille classe moyenne Port-au-Prince qui gagne témoigne. Yon non moussiprise qui dérangeait tout non yon de société qui traditionnelle en pile. So, it's not every day that I come across a plot written directly in Creole, so I thought why not keep it. Here's the English translation. What happens when a maid from the Haitian poor countryside meets a boy from a wealthy Port-au-Prince middle-class family, unexpected and disturbing love in a highly conventional society. This film is a quote-unquote radiography of the subtle castes chewing away Haitian society. In the first Caribbean Connection, I talked about how this film made me think about my connection to Creole. Just like the father in Barricade, I don't speak Creole in my daily life. I do understand it, but I cannot speak it fluently. Does that make me less Guadeloupean and at some extent less Caribbean? Well, for me, the answer is no. I respect Creole as a real language, as a symbol of resistance, as a symbol of unity. But Creole can also become something to divide and recreate some kind of hierarchy between those who can fluently speak it and those who can't. It's time for the second Caribbean connection. The Caribbean Connection segment is to discuss how movie makes me reflect on my identity as a black woman, as an Afro-Caribbean woman, and where I stand in this world. So, I joined the Caribbean Twitterverse about four years ago, and I slowly eased my way into the French Caribbean Twitterverse about two years ago and every three months and i do mean every three months there's this debate for like two days about creole last time it happened was maybe in october and we're in december so yeah i really mean it's a recurrent debate so here's what french caribbean twitter 
argue about. Everybody agrees to say that Creole is a real language. However, some people think it can only be spoken and that people can write it however they feel like it. Other people think Creole, just like any other language used as a form of communication, should have standardized grammar and standardized spelling. And let's be clear, that doesn't mean one cannot invent new words. That doesn't mean one cannot incorporate new meanings to some words or expressions. And Barricade shows how Creole lives on as a full language, just like English or Spanish or German or any other language you can think of. This film shows that Creole is an emotional but multidimensional language. So while I was preparing this episode, I went back to my episode in French and I remembered that I had mentioned how in the in the Guadeloupe, Guadeloupean context of the early 2000s, I believed that the family interactions in Creole would have been the opposite that you see in Barricade. I didn't elaborate on that back then, but I'm going to do it here. So in Barricade, the father speaks French, the mom speaks, speaks French, but mostly Creole. And in Guadeloupe, I feel like Creole is seen in two opposite ways. There's this idea that Creole is langage meaning it's the language reserved to those who are uncivilized. On the other hand, speaking Creole when you have an intellectual background is also considered as an expression of love for the culture and of resistance against the oppressive power. So in my mind, the same story in Guadeloupe would have had the father speaking Creole the most and the mother speaking French the most. In terms of representation, I feel like Creole in our media is more associated to men than women because Creole is the language of strength, of authority. So that's why I believe the mother would have spoken Creole whenever she'd want to scold her kids. And for a lot of people growing up away from the island, their connection to Creole is only based on their memories of their parents switching to Creole to express their anger. And Barricade does have its moments when Creole is used to express anger, regardless of who speaks it. But again, as someone who grew up without seeing Creole represented on the big screen, the scenes that were more meaningful to me were those when Creole was the language to express deep suffering. And it's not suffering expressed only by old people. It's also the suffering expressed by the young generation. In a film like Sugarcane Ali by Ozan Palsin, the kids speak in Creole among themselves. But it's not like they have long discussions about what's going on in their, in their lives. In Barricade, Thierry and Sajin are teenagers and they speak Creole with their friends. But it's not only just when they are having fun or when they are partying 
they show how the language keeps evolving and how they make Creole theirs. There's this scene when Thierry speaks with his best friend who studies abroad in the US and the friend tells him about the discrimination and the racism he faces in the in the US because he's black and he's Haitian. This scene is the representation of Creole being a language of the 21st century because it shows that Creole can be used to analyze our contemporary society. Now back to my point about Creole being represented as a full language in Barricade. Creole is spoken among different groups in the in the film, the teenagers with the teenagers, the parents to the teenagers or the parents to the maids. I think the kids never speak to their parents in Creole. So Creole is still barricade for this middle class family and Odeni, the maid, is the one who creates the balance. She is actually the only character who gives Creole its full dimension as a language, something that's not only emotional, but something that's multidimensional. She's from the countryside, so her Creole isn't the Creole spoken in Port-au-Prince. Yet, because Creole is the only language she can speak fluently, she talks to everybody in Creole. With Odeni, Creole is soft, tender, and sweet. Whenever she speaks in Creole, she proves wrong every negative stereotypes I'm still hearing till this day in the French Caribbean community about how women shouldn't speak Creole. Back to my point earlier about Creole needing to have standardized grammar and spelling. Spoiler alert. Odeni can't write, so she gets Thierry to write the letter she wants to send to her mom to tell her how she's adapting to the life in Port-au-Prince. I assume Thierry writes directly in Creole the words she tells him to write. If he does, then it gives him back a superior status over Odeni. The film chooses not to make the characters reflect on the situation, that seems ordinary to them, but not to me. And I, when I say the situation, I mean the fact that they that he's writing in Creole. It's not ordinary to me. Again, in a Guadeloupean context back in the early 2000s, I highly doubt that a teenage boy would have penned down a letter all in Creole with no dictionary by his side and with no hesitation. That's probably why the current debate about how we should write Creole has yet to find a resolution in Guadeloupe. My generation didn't get the opportunity to study Creole in school, except for artists. What are the occasions one gets to sit down and write more than one sentence in Creole? There are not many. So to see that in, in another island that a young boy can actually write in Creole just like that, make me make me a bit sad i think yeah because i know it's something even now i cannot do i need to have the dictionary or something and 
it's it's sad it's sad but i'm okay with it and i know that now if i want to do something about it i have the tools because there's also this aspect of the problem that people tend to forget about you cannot learn the language if you don't have the appropriate tools so barricade made me realize how language wasn't the most defining aspect of my Caribbean Guadeloupean identity. And it made me realize that my approach to Creole shouldn't be just about the ability to speak. It should be also about the ability to write it properly. So I think the challenge for the upcoming generations of my island will probably be to see Creole as a way to elevate ourselves, as a way to love ourselves and our history, as more and more people will be able to write it, because now Creole can be taught in schools. Well, we should also be careful of not creating another intellectual elite that would install its own barricades. And with that said, it's time to listen to my Caribbean soundtrack. But you'll have to wait for the next episode. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Caricaramon. Don't hesitate to share your thoughts about the episode. You can also check out my website caricaramon.com where you can find all the info about the episode. See you next week. Ciao, Bered.